Are we ready? What was that? Down the mountain, oh. the river flows. It's our church jams. <laughs> You're not going to let it keep going? I was ready to sing. Oh, really? Down the mountain, the singing. river flows. It brings refreshing <laughs> yeah, that's wherever <laughs> it goes. All through the families and over the fields. The river is rushing. Right, really the river is here. <laughs> I'm praising God. Welcome to the break room. All right, and go in. Want to tell the world about that crappy big budget flick? Or get people to buy that barely noticed book or CD that rocked your world? Can't quit talking about pop culture? Then become a blogger at one of the fastest growing review sites online. PopSyndicate.com is searching for people who want to blog about movies, DVDs, books, comics, anime, music, TV shows, and more. Check it all out at PopSyndicate.com and email the editor for details. PopSyndicate.com, your virtual pit stop for all things pop culture. Breakroom.org! The the, the local band of quote-unquote Satanist hippies. Oh, Oh, no. Just want you to know. I got your back, bro, no matter what. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Uh, coming in number five is Tiger. Which I don't see why he's in the top ten right now. He's not. He hasn't won a good. tournament in a long he time. He's not doing anything in tennis right now. Uh, number four, you too. He's not doing anything in tennis. <laughs> in golf. <laughs> Way to know your sports there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching Wimbledon this weekend. <laughs> Exploding high five! Here comes the birthday. I really don't know how this is throwing me off quite a bit. Welcome to the break room. Welcome. What yeah. episode is this? Uh, I really don't know. I've kind of lost track of things. 16. 16. Uh, it's episode 119. 119. In your podcast how director. About that? But number or one in your heart. Otherwise known as 11.9. Or 119. Or 119. That's a good point. 18. Not known as 18. Oh. That's a... It's a dumb bitch. Salient points. Known as 18 plus 101. That's a good point. But hopefully 10 times better than our last episode. Did you guys have a crocodile mile? I think was a piece of shit. So I think we decided this week to have what we call the good show. And then you jacked off on each other? I guess we'll re-examine that at some point. That's an interesting follow-up to deciding you're going to have a good show. (laughs) What? And then he jacked off on each other. 
how I roll. I understand. We actually have voicemail? We have a voicemail. How about that? It's probably hang up. The break room, Mr. Hat. That was a nice bit you did last week. The financial quiz. Jesus Christ. I thought I was listening to NPR or something. That was the worst <laughs> fucking bit I ever heard. I was completely falling asleep during those 25 questions. And Dave, could you mention one more time that it tastes like black pepper? Jesus. I agree with you on episode six of The Shield. I thought that was probably the best one of the year. I wanted Horse Tooth Jackass to go down so bad. I swear to God, if this series ends with him getting the best of Vic, I'm going to fucking kick the TV screen in. Anyway, hope you had a good week. The reason I hadn't called in a couple weeks because I ain't had nothing to say. I'll see you later. Peace. All right, so we got to do shitty shows, and I'll get him to call in and bitch at us. Exactly. I guess so. Mention black pepper this week. It really did taste like black pepper. I swear. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, I think. I, oh, I, I threw them away. Sorry. I was going to say, I think there's a jar full of more random ones, but I think I threw them. <sighs> Why'd you throw them out? Because they tasted all like black pepper. He kept getting uh, tempted to eat them in the morning and he kept forgetting they were not normal jelly bellies. That was awful. So, following up on another controversy now, from last week, is there? I have to say, I hope that Shane is the only one left on the show mm. just so that he'll have to kick his TV screen in. <clears throat> That would be interesting. But he better call and leave a voicemail while he's doing it. How about a video? <laughs> even better. Call and leave a video. That's even better. Because I can fake a kick to a TV. I mean, I think we've got enough sounds on the soundboard over here. That was a TV falling. And what, I made that noise. <laughs> what about the glass of the, sh- the screen shattering? I don't know what you're talking about. <gasps> That's <Can't>, not glass <laughs> shattering. You can't call for the random drop with this system. Exactly. It's not random. There needs to be a way to do a type search. I don't think that's it. We can't afford that kind of program. Oh, no. Oh, in the break room. Definitely not it. <laughs> nope. Even though nope. we're part of the fastest growing entertainment website on the internet. Right. We're not really part of it. Mm. We're more of a, an ancillary like tag-along we're kid. We're like cornerstone. Oh, the that may be true. Room, yes. We've been around a long time. That's a good point. How long has Pop Syndicate even been around? I have no idea. Not. That's a good question. A little bit longer than us, I think, but not too much. Not much longer. I think they should uh, maybe buy us a, a complete new studio. Since we are the founding podcast. Bill it to Sweden at MikeStephanMike.com. Yeah. Right. Just exactly. email an invoice. Exactly. And if you want to email the editor, email MikeStephanMike at PopSyndicate.com if you want to write for him. Yeah, there you go. Or Twitter, MikeStephanMike. Uh, don't so don't Twitter him. Don't. Why? Your Twitter inbox will be jam-packed full. Oh. He Twitters like 10,000 times a day. He's bored in Sweden. What and else do they is, have to do? All is copying and pasting links. He yeah, well, has like one actual thought and then links to every review on Pop Syndicate that has ever been written. He's promoting things. The masturbation habits of old men. That's not what Twitter's for. Masturbation it's habits? Twitter is for blogging. Mm. Is it? For shameless promotion. The bisexual, transgendered, and two-spirited illusionist. It's called a microblog or whatever He's socially it's promoting. But no, people link not. off their blogs all the time. You know, I find they his wife's cancer funny. They shouldn't be doing it to their own other website. A lot of people do that, actually. Well, I, they're wrong to do it. I mean, I follow several people who promote their own shows. I promote this show on Twitter. I know, and it's kind of lame. Oh, well. Slash the mark. <laughs> kind of lame slash the mark at <laughs> twitter.com. You know, I find his wife's cancer funny. I don't have a wife. Weird. I don't have a wife. Well, you might be talking about... Because uh, she died of cancer. <laughs> Well, you just had to bring it up. <laughs> With probes connected to their genitalia. 
It was, it was a, a special bond we had. Okay. <laughs> it was an odd cancer. Yeah. Okay, so... Not anymore. She's dead. Uh, following up on last week's uh, email from Casey um, that Dave had to read on the air, even though it was commanded not to be read on the air, Casey says, Dave, I had sent Mark an email earlier. It was so unimportant and would have been a waste of time that I told him he didn't need to read it on air. God damn it. It was so important? He unimportant. Oh, okay. He replied to it, and then I had replied to his reply. I don't think GD My was in there. My reply was the email that said nothing. The reason I didn't want to read on it read it on air on it was because it wouldn't make sense without the previous emails also it's another unimportant email that would be a waste of time to read on air thank you dave for pointing out my spelling mistakes from now on i will triple check my spelling before sending you guys an email asshole i'm being serious also i'm a guy but i suppose i should have corrected you guys earlier so we're down to zero so you thought you were flirting with the chick this whole time i wasn't flirting i I read those other uh, emails Hmm. Which said uh, the ones that she didn't want read on air. Oh the, yeah, the ones that you sent your phallus in. <laughs> the I ones know, that you sent your genitals hooked up to probes on <laughs> in exactly. the picture. I like to make ah. ASCII art. I do it quite well. It's really weird, is it? That was a real waste of or is it just highly erotic to explain how you just much wasted a, waste a part of our life. Was. When I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, <laughs> damn it, I lost it 30 seconds from Marcus reading that damn email. That damn Casey. Yep. You've ruined my life. Die, faggot, die. Wow. Speed bump. F-13's been in a lot today. He has. <laughs> He's uh, rather rather proactive and a little uh, wordly violent. <coughs> yep. So let's get on with the show. What do you say? What are we doing today? Well, Dustin, that's a good question. We're actually doing, finally... The show's over. We uh, It's the return of the great-awaited Wayback Machine. Is it? It is. Okay, so we're, that's it. That's the setup. So we just start it. Usually. This is the return. Got to get. We got to go into the time stream first. Bill, what? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Start your computations for time warp. All right, time circuits on. What do you mean, time circuits on? Doc, we're not going back now. Yep. From the future. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Excellent. Ah, uh, yes, there's um, nothing like Huey Lewis in the news. Can we, uh, the time can we detour the time machine and stop off and save Paul Newman from dying? No. Damn it. We can't fuck with that. We can't alter the, the future. Damn it. I want Paul Newman to be Otherwise, alive everyone will have superpowers and the world will be destroyed. I want Paul Newman to be alive again. Why? Just so he can continue to produce dressings? Yes. Fine, fine. His ranch dressing. is the best ranch ever. I don't think it's going to end just because he died. Is it a goat ranch? He was the one that made all those in his kitchen. Personally, One pot at a time. That's quite a bit. No. <laughs> That's so. why he died. It was real stressful. Inhaling like the fumes from dressing making. You like Huey Lewis in the news? But no, I will not pull this uh, time machine over. Because this time we're going all the way back. Why? To the 1950s. Really? Well, yeah. We're testing sort of. the limits. Sort of. That's back before time was in existence. Actually, we're going all the way back to the 30s. Let me, let me strike that. Ooh. We might just... Uh, 
Did people even know how to speak back then, or was it Barely. still clicks and whistles and stone? No, it was all cat's pajamas and bee's knees. Oh, okay. You I know, thought it was still cave fedoras. wall drawings and stuff. No, that was 1929. Uh, ah, uh, okay. Right. So this uh, this week, or <laughs> on this edition of the Wayback Machine, <laughs> we're covering, covering the top ten. What was it the tender look? It wasn't tender look. Uh, what was it? That were was, you inferring tenderness from that? You. That's what it looked like. Are you asking me to make love to you? That sucks because that was his "I'm about to kill you" look. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are going to be confused. No wonder his bar fights have never went the way he planned. <laughs> right? <laughs> they end up just having sex with me, <laughs> and the women run away from me, taking in the length of the mar- massive marble shaft. It's a weird thing to do in front of them too for intimidation. How did you get a marble shaft, anyways? <laughs> and I, then to take in the length of it, I lost. Uh, well, lost it in the war, Dave. Ooh. Had to get a penile transplant. Back then, all they had was marble. Right. But how, where are you taking it in? You're taking <laughs> in the full length. Inside my body. I have to protect it. <laughs> okay. It's like a scabbard. It's like a, it's dog. Like a turtle head. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. It's like a scabbard, yeah. Oh, it's like, it's it's like a lipstick from a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's marble. It's the marble rocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this time we're covering the top ten... Classic cartoon Wait, it looks like a theme songs with swirls. Classic cartoon. That actually kind of goes with Marvel. <laughs> it does. Pink and swirled. <laughs> it's slightly veiny. Uh, in the marble. Yeah, marble has veins. That's some interesting uh, craftsmanship. Marble has veins. Marble doesn't have veins. What do you call that design shit? What are it's you in talking marble. about? It's not. It's, it's not, not a perfectly veins. like white like this table. It's not. I thought veins, it was called though. veins. Nah, I'm going to say it's veiny. The molding was taken it's directly from Mark vintage. Wahlberg from Boogie Nights. <laughs> that was way in the future, though. I lost this in the Korean War. That's what she said. We have a time machine, dude. I didn't make that time machine until way in the future, though. <laughs> until two years ago. I know. Then you brought it back to your old self. Just exactly. like, <laughs> so you could go back and get a veiny, marbly <laughs> cock. You Why went didn't back. Just- and went to the Vietnam War and cut your own wiener off. <laughs> and they, you were dressed up like a Vietnamese soldier. In the Korean War? Uh-huh. That was really weird. <laughs> you said Vietnam the first time I thought. I said Korea. Oh. That's why it was very confusing. <laughs> is, that the, is that the army marching? <laughs> That's what he's doing as he's cutting. As he's uh, hacking away at himself. <laughs> That's him running away as he's cutting off his own wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? What's this time machine? Flush that, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> okay, it's the uh, top ten classic cartoon theme songs. Golden Showers. Uh, when I mean my classic is, is it anything pre-1980. Because I feel Wieners. like there was uh, a big demarcation in the cartoon timeline come around 1980. Uh, when things started to become more merchandised and more divergent between boys and girls. So... I got you. Let us start in, I believe, 1974. This is probably this I didn't full write blast this down. during the entire. <laughs> but um, <Right> back. <laughs> we'll go all the way back to 1974. Are we going ten to one or one to ten? We're going to ten to one, okay. as usual, counting them down from right. ten to one. So this is 1974, and uh, from someone very familiar to all of us. 74. <laughs> Wieners. Learning from 
It's no concert. Music and fun, and if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. So let's get ready, okay? So the bad part of this one is it kind of keeps going. Um, it doesn't really ever go anywhere, which is the unfortunate thing. But it has a great intro, which I love. Plus, it brings the vision of a uh, Mike Michael from the Office calling them or fat, just Michael Fat Halpert. I don't remember that. I think you made that up. It's pretty funny. I really didn't really like that at all. Pine cones. Hey, hey, hey! It's Fat Halpert. Fat Halpert. Jim Halpert. <laughs> I don't think that exists. Uh, it really does. We're way too far back. Yeah, the office. Office. No, I'm not. You ever heard of that show? Uh, Dude, we're not actually from this time period. We just we're went from back when to we're time from, period. but we're in a time machine. Why is my memory being erased? The farther back we go, it's just for it's shits and giggles. You disrupted the space time continuum by cutting yourself off at and the Vietnam War. Now my hand yeah. is, di- is disappearing as I play guitar. Right. All right, number nine. Go. This Gallon is from nerd. some point, 1969. Nerd. We're Gallon going forward nerd. in the timeline, <coughs> or backwards, actually. Come on. Talk about a show that lasted the test of time. And yeah, they still have. It was around for forever, and now they have new ones. Yeah, they have TV movies on Cartoon Network. And real movies out in the theaters. Oh, in the live action movies. I don't think they're going <laughs> to do any more, but. Well, no, I'm just saying. For when. How old this is, it's been yeah, around for 1969, I believe, is when it started. I mean, it's a, it's a good song, and it's kind of representative of a, of a lot of songs of the time of Hanna Barbera cartoons. I don't watch those black um, shows. Like Josie and the Pussycats. Um, I think the Archies might have been a Hanna-Barbera show with Sugar Sugar, which I think we all agreed was terrible back a few weeks ago. The uh, what was? Sugar Sugar. What is that? The the, Ar- the uh, Archies theme song? Oh. By the Archies? No, I think that's a good song. Like I said, we all agreed it was terrible. <laughs> Cunts by a majority vote. Cunts. Did uh, make it into so the Hall of Fame? Sugar Sugar? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? The Archies? They weren't actually voted they on. Weren't, yeah, they were fictional. What was it part of? What were we talking about it then? The Archies. Sugar Shop Sugar. Why, why were we talking about it? Because I was saying it was... The Scooby-Doo theme song was very similar to a lot of theme songs. <laughs> well, when from did Hanna- we ever agree what? that we didn't like it? I don't know. You never talked about it, and it was just me and Mark. Maybe it was. I don't know. Go back and look in the just archives. another thing on the show that you left me out of? Right. All day I dream about sex. Right. It was in a segment well, you didn't That's why you're distracted all the time. That's true. That is very true. Maybe you should go that's back and listen point. to every episode and find it. I, oh, was this one I wasn't here? It might have been. That's all y'all did was just have a deep discussion of the Archies. <gasps> the Archies, right. Sugar, sugar. Sure. We broke down every lyric. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God I wasn't What do you think? Dut, 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 dut. Okay, so. Ow. In song number eight, you get a combination of Curly from Three Stooges and Rodney Dangerfield. No respect. 
Shabba Chomp. The futuristic shock you ever saw. Oh, fading it out, huh? Yeah, it's fucking okay. too long. All right, well, fuck. We got time to fill. Not really. Yes, we, we do. We don't have to fill it with bullshit. Sure we do. It's not bullshit. It's a good song. You know what? Have a last time we tried to fill time with exactly. a quiz. Everyone hated it. I you know what? Fuck them. Sorry for trying to educate them a little bit Restart this song. Fuck Let's listen retards. to the whole thing. Restart it. No, stop. Let's just stop it. So, yeah, that's Jabberjaw. Another Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I never watched that. Me Jabberjaw either. was awesome. Being a, a big fan of the Three Stooges and he not really a big fan of Rodney Dangerfield, but a, a minor someone who laughs at Rodney Dangerfield. Of another uh, <laughs> Michael from the Office impersonation. The Office's um, office. Not everything the can office. be related to the Office, Dave. Oh, it is. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. The Office is the new Kevin Bacon. <laughs> what is what, what is Kevin Bacon now? He's still Kevin Bacon. Is he? He can't be tied to the Office though. It's too. He probably is. Two separate universes. What if? What happens if Kevin Bacon goes on The Office? Then the world explodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone better. And then see- everyone's fucking their sister or something because everyone's all incestual. Wow. Somebody call Peter Petrelli. Bleh. Uh, okay. This is going so well. Uh, number the seven from nineteen sixty-seven. Cool. Not a Hanna Barbera cartoon. I can't play it then. Number six. <laughs> number seven. George of the jungle, strong as he can be. Watch out for that tree. George, George, George of the jungle lives a life that's free. Watch out for that tree. The scream sounds terrible. I love to. That's supposed to be serious Tarzan. I understand. I was never a fan of this show. It was alright. It wasn't one of my favorite cartoons, but I did love the theme song. Still love the theme song. There's no danger. Kind of, got, kind of a, a dance beat to it. <laughs> well, dance beat? How do you compare Danger Mouse to George of the Jungle? I'm just saying, cartoon wise. It's not as good. And Danger Mouse is no banana man, so what? Huh? It's no snorks. I know, I'm saying. I would snorks. just pick a random cartoon to compare it to. Saying it's no Danger it's no Mouse. Widgets. Well, that's true. There's no why, mouse why in the Why is that so wrong? There's no penfold. It's just not a comparison. Are you comparing? You're just saying. How is that not a comparison? Are you just? A, I'm pretty sure I just compared them, which okay. makes it a comparison. It's a random comparison. It's a random comparison. They're both cartoons. That's all I was. That's the yes, only criteria I had in my comparison. But when you say something, it's like you're trying to establish the merit of one over the other. And usually that I merit was. is established by what do they share? One's in common. a good cartoon, and one's a not good cartoon. Okay. Why are you being a dickhead? All right. Yeah, why are you being a dickhead? I'm asking you that. Why are you being a dickhead? <laughs> I'm not being a dickhead. Why is my Danger Mouse comparison not good enough for you? Why are you being a dickhead? Because the most obvious comparison would be like Tarzan. A Tarzan cartoon. Bleh. You know the comparison I'm about to make? What's that? Go for it. Your list is about as good as the Billboard list. All right. That's fine. That's a comparison Feel free to destroy it. I don't have to. It's already destroyed. Mm. Ooh. Wow. It's being made. God hates fags. I'm rubber gear glue. If you're really pissed, then you're fucked up. So let's go on to the next one. If who's really pissed? If Mark is really pissed right Number now. six, go. 
I didn't think you were pissed about the comparison thing. I am. Oh. I'm curious. Well, you're fucked up too, dude. <laughs> Can't say I ever watched this. I actually didn't like the show at all. I thought the animation was terrible. The acting was terrible. I never understood why anyone liked it. I, have I just no like idea the theme either. song. I mean, I guess I understand it. It was kind of a different cartoon for the time. Why did they ever make it the in the 70s? Movie? Yeah, that's because it was a popular cartoon. I heard it was a terrible movie, though. I can imagine. It looks terrible. It looked awful. Um, I don't know. I just like the theme song. I think it's a great theme song for the most part. But the show, I could, I couldn't give a shit about. It's no Danger Mouse. See, it's a good comparison. <laughs> it is no Danger Mouse. So uh, yeah, one of the most successful anime transfers to America, even though the animation was terrible. Is Danger Mouse on your list, or is it not old enough? I don't think it was. I think it was in the eighties only. I mean, it was new when we were kids. Put in my ass. Uh, number five. Number five from 1958. Became the first breakout star for Hanna Barbera. Eight. When was this from? 1958. Good God. That's right. We're going way back. I didn't know it had been around that long. Is that the ones that we watched like as a kid? Oh, yeah. Just reruns of it? Oh, yeah. They've been rerunning the same ones for... It's the 15th anniversary. That is a great cartoon. It is. I love me some Yogi Bear. Actually, I used to love what do, what's that the cartoon. point of this way back? Did I miss it? Are these like best cartoon themes? Yeah, classic cartoon themes. Okay, pre nineteen eighty. Is it, is it okay. best or just random? It's best. Okay, okay, the best. I loved uh, Huckleberry Hound, Yogi Bear, Top Cat, uh, Snagglepuss, um, all those guys. Hey, Boo Boo. Uh, yeah. Love Boo Boo. Who was the little donkey kid with the sombrero? That was uh, Huckleberry Hounds. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really Yogi Bear. That was like but when it was, they did they the were, cartoons with all of them together. Technically, technically, Yogi Bear was a spinoff of Huckleberry Hound. Are there any black ones? I'm just saying, the, the little dude with the sombrero wasn't really on Yogi Bear. No, but he was on a spinoff of... He was, like he was in character. the Hanna-Barbera universe. Yes, he was. Right. Yeah, I liked those shows where they would have the races... Yes, Wacky those? Races. Those were awesome. Laugh Olympics. Actually, Laugh Olympics was originally on my list, but got kicked Mexican, off. It's not Mexican, really a series. It's more black, like special Mexican, one-offs, black, aren't they? Uh, no, Laugh, Laugh, in a while. I know Laugh Olympics ran for over, See, over a year. From. Uh, Wacky Races, which was in the late 60s, was around the same time. So. Those, those were great when you had all yeah, of them combined. Yeah. Always my favorite cartoons to watch, especially with Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman was a badass. Well, all we right. know what you did, right? Make some... Ketchup and mustard together. Make <laughs> <laughs> like some barbecue sauce. <laughs> All I want to do is watch races, Daddy. <laughs> All right, number four. I dip my fish sticks in my homemade barbecue sauce. Exactly. Another uh, Hanna Barbera success ran from 1962 to 63, and from 1985 to 1987. And also quite a jump. White, right, white, right, right. quite, right, white, quite, right. When cartoons are better. Break room effects in there. Meet George Jetson. His boy Elroy. I mean, I'm the man with the penis. <laughs> 
Gotta call the ambulance. Oh, um, I was never a big fan of that show either. It was I, a good show. I love the Jetsons. It was good. I loved the intro, but once the <laughs> intro was over, I didn't really care for the cartoon that much. I wasn't a big fan of the one from the ones from the sixties. Like they used good to point. show them on TNT all the time. Good point. I was more of a fan of the ones from the eighties, but just you're the a animation child of the eighties. The animation quality was better. The voice. Um, That's good point. The guy that did George's voice was different. <clears throat> it was a. Uh, you it found was a much him better sexier show. and saltier. Right. Because the wiener was much saltier. And saucier. Roarge. That's a good point. Uh, the reason it's so low on the list as far as the theme song Wieners. goes is because it's derivative you know, of, of some other Hanna-Barbera shows. But it's and still a great three? intro. Uh, it was number four, I believe. Oh, four? Well, that's not that low. Wow. Top five. Number three from 1967. Also not a Hanna-Barbera. DC Comics great. Size, yeah. Like like Marvel Comics up. asshole. Here comes the Spider-Man. Isn't there such a Marvel Comics scoreboard? No. I guess I should have known. I guess I should have known you were on a rampage after the, the whole Danger Mouse comparison. Right. right. <laughs> Danger Mouse is no Spider-Man. <laughs> That's a good point. I actually watched much more of Danger Mouse. Well, you also weren't alive in 1967, so... I'm sure they were in reruns somewhere. Uh, they had, back in our day, they had Spider-Man and his amazing friends with Firestorm and Iceman, so... Whatever it was, I didn't watch that. But uh, this did not have the same, the same theme song, so... Uh, this is from the 1967 version of Spider-Man. Was Marvel's really their first hit show of one of their superheroes? Jesus. And uh, so there you go. Uh, one of the more memorable ones in our life. Not and really in our life, awesome. as and you went ahead and pointed out. Also terribly animated. Well, it still reruns. Yeah, I never watched that cartoon. It was in our lifetime. I read comic books, but I never watched the cartoon. It was, it was terrible it. animation. Like, basically, because of budget cuts, like, they only put webs on his head and, what? like, his feet. The rest of his, the red part of his costume had no webs. It was just solid red. The spider only had six legs. We couldn't afford the other two. Oh, right. that's not cool. <laughs> couldn't afford two couldn't more afford. lines. <laughs> that's some cheap Gotta bastards. Gotta make cuts. Some cheap bastards. Right. <laughs> Have you seen the intro for the live-action Spider-Man uh, TV series that was in the 70s? No, I think everybody needs to go find that. It's it's absurd. Uh, I think it was only on one season, but it was it was extremely absurd. Uh, okay, uh, here comes he number his webs, two. Does he like have a little ropey like yeah, swings and pretty much stuff? Pretty much, and he's climbing up the side of a building, and it's like but you can a tell mile an hour. The camera, and you can tell it's just the camera turned uh, side. Well, from the intro, really it was actually on the floor, like yeah. Well, on a yeah. second, number two crashed the Jazzler. Oh, and uh, instead of having the white eye goggles like he has in the movie, it was just clear eye, clear goggles, and his wrist shooters were on the outside of his it wrist. Just, he just had his face painted red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can play number two from over here if you'd like. Okay, let's do that. Uh, number two goes back all the way to 1930. There's been many variations of it, but you can always tell what, what cartoon it is. Uh, any minute now, we can tell. On the Breakout Media Network. And some point we can hear and tell what it is. Maybe there's a reason it broke the jazz. Break room. Hmm. Where cutting edge technology lives. That's right. Huh. Well, this is exciting for everyone involved. Uh, and it is. And, and it's, it's really crashed this thing too. 
And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> you just broke the hard drive on the laptop. You just turned us all off. <laughs> Way to turn us all off, number two. So, Dave, tell us about your last bike ride. Right. I haven't ridden my bike in so long. I've been missing it. Really? Yeah. Why are you not riding up? It? I've been getting up and working out at five in the morning. Yeah. Uh, going to the gym. I got a new gym membership. Hey. And, uh, all right. Massive pack. Which is funny because I go to the gym and then ride the bike there. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and, just... But then I don't have time to ride to work after that. So you've been riding the bike. Oh, you ride the bike at the yeah, gym. Yeah, at the gym. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. The stationary bike. Oh, okay. That's how I do my cardio. That's awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a waste of a membership. Well, I lift weights and stuff, too. I'm just saying, I found I like that better than the treadmill. Why don't you just get leg weights? You can ride your bike and lift at the same time. Because I'm trying to help the train yard get his workouts in, too, so we're trying to hold each other accountable. Ah, okay. Trying to hold each other? Yeah, we're holding each other while we work out. We're both on the same bike. <laughs> That's a tandem exercise bike. He does one pedal, I do the other. He's just All sitting right. on the handlebars. Here we go, from 1930. No, we squeeze on the seat. If it was a little louder, I'd recognize it. It's kind of breaking my headphones. Sorry. So... There's been uh, several variations, of that, but that, of course, is the uh, Looney Tunes intro. So, anytime it plays, you know something awesome is about to be on. Not anytime. There's been several Pretty rapes. Pretty There's much. been several rapes. Whoa. Yeah, we, it just I just heard it, and we're still on the air. That's a good point. We just broke the... Out, the, go, out, out, go. So, number out. one, uh, the parent of the Flintstones, or of the Jetsons, basically... A very similar wow. theme song. The Jetsons yeah, were derivative of them. The Jetsons parent. Right. So here comes number one. Are we still crashed? Uh, no, we're good. They're the Flintstones. Wow, good timing. Such a great cartoon. It was one of the, possibly the greatest cartoon of all time. Very possibly. Had a lot of spinoffs like um, the Bedrock Cops, I think. Uh, oh, God. There was the Pebbles and Bam Bam show. Sucked. There was the later seasons when the Alien came in, the Great Gazoo. That was all right. Uh, there was the the Jetsons Meet the Flintstones, which was an awesome, awesome TV movie. I wish I knew how to quit you. The Flintstones, they had, what, three TV movies, or three movies, two of which hit the theater, one of which went direct to DVD. 18. Um, Don't think it was that many. They had, oh, the Pebbles cereal, of course. And Cocoa Pebbles. Still have that going. Had their own... Se- yeah. Uh, yeah, just a great success for the Flintstones and the greatest theme song of all time yeah, among yeah, classic yeah, cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Here's still me and my What a awesome segment that was. What was wrong with it? It was... Why do you have to do Discombobulated. I applaud your list. I think it was That's good. one of the few lists you've done that I actually mostly hey, do. Hey, little champion. Yeah. But it's no Danger Mouse. But it isn't a Danger Mouse. That's true. Oh, that's a pretty good list. I'll let you tuck my, touch my marble cock later. Tuck it in? <laughs> I'll tuck it in you. God. I'll tuck it back for you. <laughs> Put it in my ass. Okay, so 
coming up after the break. We're going to talk about... I'm a girl. I'm a guy. I'm a girl. I'm a guy. I'm a girl. I'm a guy. (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, the new Ridley Scott movie, Body of Lies. We are? We are. You were listening to the break. You didn't tell me I was on the schedule. I told you that earlier. No, you didn't. I'm not prepared for this. Sorry. (laughs) You're listening to The Break Room. Yes, we have been pelted in a sandstorm. Sony introduces the art of watching television. Sony Betamax lets you record and see what you want, when you want, to summon into your home a world of wonder. And a remarkable feature called Betascan lets you scan forward and reverse to quickly find any single image. Betamax transforms the act of watching television into the art of watching television. Your show is about to begin. Sony, the one and only. Hey everybody, it's F13. You know, you might not realize it, but I've got a pretty long history with the break room. Hey fellas, it's F13. Uh, yeah, Marcus, this is F13. And then she wouldn't even remember it. Exactly. That is, a, that is an excellent point. Out, go out. <laughs> out, go out, go out, gasoline, high five. Out, out, go out, out, go out, out, go out, 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 go, go out, out, out. I do my own show now called Cinema Diabolica. Check us out for all of your horror and underground cult movie needs at cinemadiabolica.com. Out, go out, go out, gasoline, high five. I think we fight too much on this damn show anyways. It's my fault. This is Thumbs A Fury with Mark, Dave, and Dustin. Three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Your heart and your mind. Are you ready? It's fun time. All right, so this week we're covering... Um, Second time's not any less tension-packed. We're doing good until we have some tension. <laughs> covering Body of Lies, the uh, film by Ridley Scott, based on the novel uh, by David Ignatius, starring Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Russell Crowe. And Leo DiNardo. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about this movie other than it sucks. That's all you have to say. Suck, suck big balls. balls. Uh, I don't know if it sucks big balls, but it's basically about Leonardo DiCaprio who is a CIA, CIA operative, <laughs> and uh, he wor- his handler is played by Russell Crowe. Um, his fluffer, his handler. Um, um, he's, he's basically, basically in charge, charge of Iraq. Iraq. And uh, I don't think he's in charge of the whole. Well, uh, he's awesome. in charge of quite a bit. That's a crazy premise. Uh, at one point, he gets he's uh, made the head yeah. of the Jordanian branch of the CIA. It's an operation in Iraq, uh, in which he collects a lot of evidence uh, for the American it's generic. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, in Jordan, he gets caught up. Um, he does stuff. He's trying to. St- he's basically trying to take down a compound of terrorists. And he has to work with up. the. Uh, he gets dressed. The Jordanian General Intelligence Department. He does things. Yeah. Uh, he eats cereal. Yep. That's too detailed. <laughs> All right. You're getting into too much detail. Okay. <laughs> then I'm done. 
for all the listeners, Marky Mark is beat down right now. Yeah, he is. But it's his own fault. Kind of is. Why are you being a dickhead? Because that's who I am. Why you let us get to you? I don't understand Especially it. when you started. You've known us forever, Because you do it on fucking purpose all the goddamn time. <laughs> that's the point of our roles in the show. Exactly. Well, so if you don't like it, then stop doing it. Well, we like, we it, like it. You don't like it. Yeah. I love it. Well, to me, this is pretty amusing. <clears throat> Why are you being so beat down? Why are you being such a yeah, bad I don't You guys jabbing me all the fucking time, and it gets old. You were being a dickhead. You're the one that started all the shit. I know, but then you keep going. You're the one being a dickhead. We're trying about to lighten the mood now. How we're going to be on the show. I'm trying to lighten the mood instead of. Then he goes to Pakistan, does some stuff. And so we're not doing the voice effects. Like it's the fucking Mark Hudson show, which it's not. We're being funny. That's what we do. Exactly. We're not a serious show. We never have been. Okay, let's not do a show this week. I'm just saying, I try to think of what people want to listen to. The Break Room on the Breakout Media Network. This is Thumbs A Fury with Mark, Dave, and Dustin. Three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Your heart and your mind. Are you ready? It's fun time. <coughs> Alright. So, we're back. We're back. We're all good. We are good. We handled it like they do on the streets. We tickled <laughs> it out. Right. <laughs> Just for the a-hole, too. All right. I use my fingers. Dave had a feather. We were naked. <laughs> that's, pu- that's every week. Though. This has been like a 45-minute break. <laughs> let me uh, let me just apologize publicly, because I did it privately. I'm sorry. Hang on. Hang on. I was in a bad mood. You can't apologize properly. Okay. Never? Okay. I'm sorry to both Dave and Dustin for being a dickhead. <laughs> exactly. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> A-holes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Letting things get to me tonight when I shouldn't. So there you go. That's my excuse. It's a bad one. Tell us more, Mark. <sighs> We're like more tender moments. I think this is about more than the show. I think there's... Tell us about your childhood. Something in your past. Something in my past. Tell us about when you were a wee lad. <laughs> making your own... Barbecue sauce at home. <laughs> Is that why you're Something mad? Something happened to you. No, it's... Are you mad because we made fun of the barbecue sauce? <laughs> oh, that's coming from a long time ago, though. The homemade barbecue sauce? No. <laughs> it set the, it set the light, it lit the fuse, and it was just a matter of time <laughs> to explode the explosion. Yeah. That was. That, that's the one that maybe set <laughs> off the explosion. <laughs> Mark, my pledge to you is I will never make fun of your homemade barbecue sauce <laughs> again until at least next week. Before you know it, it's going to be just like Paul Newman's. I'm going to have my own line of barbecue sauce. He's going to give it all to charity, and you're going to regret that you should right. make fun of that, you young man. You could, you could put it in one of those bottles where it's like half ketchup and half mustard <laughs> in the <laughs> same <just> bottle. <laughs> that you, when you squeeze it together, it could like the slogan could be made when you squeeze, like <laughs> mix, squeeze mix. Squeeze mixed barbecue sauce. You could, but that'd be really weird. You could have a honey mustard and ketchup, maybe a spicy. You don't want to get too fancy. All your kid mixes. Mark's kid mixes. You could just make them all. 
Great with fish sticks. <laughs> it it's actually corn dogs, first of all, <laughs> not fish sticks. Get your foods right. Could be a little picture of you eating a corn dog. But as a 35-year-old man. Really? You're going to wait for 10 years to make this? Well, I'm assuming by the time it's successful, uh, okay. I'll be 35. So. But it'll already started now. So. Well, yeah, but I'm going to put 35-year-old makeup on. <laughs> Weird. I'm projecting. Okay. okay. So, Body of Lies. The new Leo DiCaprio, Ridley Scott, <coughs> Russell Crowe film about a CIA agent uh, played by Leo who is handled by... Leo Ed Hoffman played by Russell Crowe. Who? Leo from the West Wing. No one knows that show. No, that's no. that show doesn't. Not exist. a relevant show. Aaron knows. Aaron knows it because he no. looks not a relevant he looks person. Just like um, Toby from the West Wing. When Toby from the beard. office. No, Toby from the West Wing. From the office. No. <laughs> this is the oops. <laughs> <laughs> that Toby's in Guatemala or wherever he moved to uh, in the hospital. So, uh, there's not much to say. It's it's basically a giant CIA operation. In the middle of it, Leo DiCaprio falls in love with some random chick from Jordan yep. slash Iran. And Eat the penis. Uh, he goes out of his way to probably greet her. each other over there. Eat the Eat penis. penis. Yeah. Eat the standard Eat the Islamic penis. greeting. That's As-salam- why she fell in love with him. Assalamu alaikum. Eat the penis. Yep. That's why they hate us. Exactly. Because of that. Because yes. we don't do that. When we, <laughs> we don't say eat the penis. <laughs> um, okay. That's a good point. So. All Americans, if you want peace, you will say that from now on. Eat penis. penis. <laughs> uh, Dustin, why don't you start us off? Put in my ass. No day later. Uh, I think it was okay uh, in parts, that movie. But overall, I would say most of it's very forgettable. Not going to. I would never recommend it to anybody. And this is one of Ridley Scott's worst since. Uh, the one with um, Legolas. It wasn't Legolas. Troy? I was saying that, but Not Troy. Um, Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. Since oh, Kingdom of God, Heaven, which was, was terrible. terrible. Was a terrible movie. It was uh, awful. This is about on par with that, except it's a little bit better. It's, it's actually bit, you is can, it boring as hell. I mean, no, it's boring as hell well, in the middle. Yeah, you're right. Because I, I almost fell asleep several times. In the middle, it's oh, so boring. The beginning and, is kind of interesting. They set no, it up kind of nicely. The beginning, beginning was really good. It's about he's <laughs> trying to recover this information, which I was trying to say earlier. Yeah. He's trying to convey some information. Or he's trying to obtain some uh, evidence of a leading <laughs> terrorist. It's no Danger Mouse. It's no That's Danger Mouse. Right. Exactly. This is definitely true <laughs> in this case. It is no Danger stupid. Mouse. Stupid. Yeah. Danger Mouse was a better spy. Danger Mouse was a better spy and a more interesting what was show. That recent Any spy movie they had that was boring as hell. Everyone said it was like the most boring movie ever. Uh, don't know. I don't know. The one about uh, the foundation. Of CIA? Yeah, it was. Yeah, about the old school yeah. stuff. The one with uh, Matt Damon and yeah, his, yeah, with Matt Damon and his actuary tables. <laughs> right. <laughs> was it? Did y'all see that? No, I heard it was so terrible. I refused to watch it. Yeah, uh, I don't plan on watching. I wonder which one's worse. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Call I, in and tell us. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen both, uh, please let us know. Um, That's one, for me. two, one, four, three, two, nine, nine, eight, two, seven. We need the head to call in and tell us which one's better. Exactly. Um, the break room. For me, it was, the, if you take the first 15 minutes and about the last 15, you just have a nice half hour um, after school special. It was not too bad, right? So it's kind of like how I feel about The Shield lately. Right, Exactly. Uh, nice preview. Nice preview. You know, and I, I told Dustin this after the movie, but I could see the downfall of the movie coming. The only reason that was cool <clears> as soon as they introduced the obvious love interest, because you could see, well, yeah, there was no reason for this character. 
I don't care if it was in the book or not. If if it's in the book, there was no reason for this character in the book. It's if it was stupid. in the book, there was no reason to make this into a movie. Right. Exactly. It was a terrible twist. They try to. They try it's not to. Not really con- even a twist. Not a twist. But you know, yeah. It's a plot just an development. obvious stupid plot development. Yeah. That and was awful. They try to convey at the very beginning of the movie that oh Leo is some big humanitarian CIA agent, um, but despite that, he's always following mm-hmm. Ed Hoffman, his handler's orders, and lets Who's people Russell get killed. Crow. Blah blah blah. And at the end of this movie, this is not really going to spoil anything, but he has to rescue this chick, and so he goes out of his way. To the chick he's met twice. He met her a total of three times. Twice at a doctor's office, once at her house. Mm -hmm. He's willing to throw his entire life away to go rescue her from this place. Yeah. Opposed to just just making an effort to try to find her. Right. Love at first sight. Yeah. Okay. It's just... It was stupid. (gasps) The down... The weakness of the movie. (laughs) And the middle was just boring. I mean, you... The the trailer... The biggest problem I have on top of that... Is that the trailer sets up like there's supposed to be some huge rivalry between Leo and Russell Crowe, but that never happens. It it hap- Well, I say I think it does, but in the most minor of ways. So it was barely. Kinda, it was kind of like the second Lord of the Rings. The second Lord of the Rings was really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. I love that. With the two towers. That was awesome. Uh. <laughs> anyways, it was extremely boring in the middle. Yes. Um. You know, decently acted. I think they'd had a lot of really good moments with Russell Crowe and the Ed Hoffman character. A lot of genius moments. The acting wasn't bad, and DiCaprio was just... He was what he needed to be for that role. Yeah. Russell Crowe, I thought, was actually pretty good. They just didn't give his character very much to do. Didn't he gain, like, 60 pounds for the role? Yeah, he was friggin' huge. Really? But, um... They just... there There was nothing to work with. No. They had two good actors doing pretty good jobs, but had terrible scripts. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was a movie that was lacking in action, lacking in, in sense, and trying to convey a message that it didn't need to, that our CIA agents need to be more compassionate. Which they aren't even, because they still shoot people. Right. And set up plots that are obviously going to kill someone, and then at the last minute, get all upset because it <coughs> kills someone. Yep. Even though they know that before they even set it up. Yep. Exactly. On a total... Okay, so... Thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, I'm going to say thumbs down just because the the expectations with this film were much higher. Is it worth renting? Is Is that on DVD yet? Wow. Um, No. I'm going to say no. I would say if you you got no. Wait till it comes out on TV and it's edited to to a two-hour slot. If you see it on FX or doing something else and between watching it, watch the first 20 minutes, go do whatever you need to do in the house, and try to catch the last 15 minutes, you'll you'll be entertained. But you missed the whole yeah. middle part. You're not missing anything. You're really not. I mean, you're yeah. missing a boring terrorist plot, uh, some boring stuff with DiCaprio and this chick, and him giving her some Jordanian pastries, some loving, right? Which is so exciting. He actually doesn't do that, surprisingly enough. He doesn't uh, give her the massive marble shaft. And then decides no. after I got two rabies shots from a chick, which is the hottest way to meet chicks, right? That I want to stay with her forever in Jordan. That's how I met my wife. Yeah. Rabies shots, shots in Jordan. <laughs> exactly. Put in my ass. So I, I say a thumbs they down. They actually put it in your stomach. Uh, yeah, I'd say put it... I'd say a on a random down. note, did y'all know... I didn't know Quantum of Solace was coming out on November 4th. Duh. It's not a very long way at all. Really ready for that movie. I really yeah, like the scene I hope it's Royale. as badass as the, as the last one. Dude, yeah, I agree. Dudester. Dudester. <laughs> and I, I, it should I, be. I don't know if it's the same director and writer. I had no idea it was already about to be out. Bleh. I, I'm really ready for that movie. Although I heard the uh, theme song, I haven't seen any terrible. previews at all. Who really? cares? Who cares? You haven't about seen what? about the theme song. Oh, I'm really. just saying. I, Do they have previews on TV now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the one. Shield. They actually had extended previews. Yeah, 
Good point. Oh, I changed it. I changed it to watch poker during commercials. Oh, I they also show them during uh, football. That's a good point. I didn't watch very much football this week. Right. Either. Exactly. I, I saw like a little brief thing saying it's about to come out, and that was it. Ah. Well, that's a good point. I can't wait for it. We'll have to high five each other. Who's the chick in it? Um, her name is Gemma Archerton, I believe. It's not the same girl from the last one. No, never. Is. She's a zombie now. Oh, did she die? Yeah, at the very end of Casino Royale. Oh, I don't remember. Did you I thought stop? he like fell in love. Did you, stu- did you stop at ending number one as opposed to ending no, number no, five no. of that movie? <laughs> that was the that <laughs> was the that was the, bad, that was the worst part. Yeah, that was the biggest problem with that movie was there was I kept thinking it was over. <laughs> yeah, I was about to get up and then oh wait, more people die. Uh, uh yeah, so there you go. There's our review of Body of Lies, and I don't know. I'd like to go see Max Payne, so maybe. Oh we'll talk yeah, about she ends up double crossing him at the yeah. end. I remember now. Right. Yeah. So high five, good times. Dude, I don't know what to think of Max Payne. I do not know what to think of. I it. don't either. It does not look like it's even loosely based on the on the video game, except for the actual character. I think loosely because there are some scenes I remember from the game. It's got like angels and demons. Yeah, but and you know shit what? Flying around. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking that might be is there was the drug Valker in the in the game. And I'm wondering if those aren't visions and co- caused by the drugs, and that's how they're playing them. That's a good point. I'm hoping there's no. Hopefully, Hopefully there's not, not some totally crazy holy angle like faggot. <laughs> yeah, some hell, not Hellraiser. Uh, <laughs> Constantine angle. Hellraiser was so holy. Well, I'm, I was thinking Hellraiser the comic is actually Constantine the movie. So uh, Hellblazer, sorry, not Hellraiser. <laughs> Hellblazer, same Hellraiser or Needlehead, right. whatever it was. Yeah, hopefully that's, that's more of a Cinnabon, uh, Cinnabon Diabolica topic. Cinnabon, Cinnabon, Cinnabon topic. Cinnabon Diabolica. Yep. Okay. So the official pastry of Cinnabon Diabolica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up, uh, we'll be joined by a very special um, convey- uh, people carrier. <laughs> I can't talk uh, to talk about the shield. Bitches brew on the breaker. Listening to the break room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. Oh no! What's wrong? Have I gained that much weight? My diet's not working. Use a diet aid. Diet pills? Not pills. The AIDS diet plan with candy cubes. Both diet pills and AIDS cubes help curb hunger, but AIDS cubes do more. They help satisfy your need to taste, chew, and enjoy. Gotta get a shot of this. You're eating less. Thanks to the AIDS plan. AIDS cubes do more than pills. They help satisfy your need to taste, chew, and enjoy while they curb hunger. Sure. for the train yard with Thomas the Tank Engine. Have your tickets ready, assholes. You want to hit this? That's right. We are uh, joined once again by uh, the official shield expert of the nation. Our field representative. Our field rep. Thomas the nation. The Tank Engine. Mr. Engine, how, uh, how does the night find you? America's favorite shield rep. Right. <laughs> the leading shield analyst. Said, how is this night treating you, sir? 
it's a great night, man. I got a promotion today, so congratulations! Really, that's awesome. Yep. Congratulations! Are you so you're now the head of uh, your establishment? I'm um, the assistant director. Ooh, even better. Um, how's that in the high rank? Or how's that in the hierarchy of the church? Director. Yeah. Okay, sorry. How does that break down in the hierarchy of the facility in which you work? Uh, near the top? There is a director of our department. Okay. And I am directly beneath him and over everybody else. So you took over Chuck's place? Uh, no. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Don't nobody, know who Chuck is. Nobody knows Chuck. Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> All right. Sure. Chuck Palania? See you. Assistant Director of Building Management at Chuck E. Cheese. Sweet. That's a sweet gig. Dude. Do you control the animatronic robots? <laughs> Do you get to dress up as Chuck E. and dance around for the kids? Oh, my God. That would be awesome. No. Okay, so let's talk about uh, episode 82. This is called Bitches Brew, written by Charles H. Egley and Elizabeth A. Hansen. Elizabeth A., I believe, is one of the uh, writers on our least favorite episode. Uh, which was like two ago. And no, I'm sorry, that was Charles Egley. Or No, he was actually... I'm confused. I don't know. Uh, directed by Stephen you K. You are awesome. Uh, this, basically what happened is uh, Vic's review board meeting was supposed to be a month from the last episode, but it gets moved up. I'm sorry, two weeks from the last episode, but it gets moved up to the day of this episode for some reason where he basically pisses off another cop uh, when they go... Aceveda and, and him have decided to turn the bo- the blackmail box. Aceveda, <laughs> Vic reluctantly. Yeah, uh, into ICE. ICE Which, gets pissed at him. We blew up your theory from last week where you thought yeah, Aceveda probably already turned. I know. It in. I, I was very disappointed by that because that could have been an excellent twist. Uh, Aceveda decides to pull the uh, ICE officer's uh, file, the uh, the blonde hair chick. Tell him you'll write a season eight for him. Get it right. There you go. We'll just delay it even more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And as a result, his board meeting gets called up to that day, and he it is basically announced that he is now out of a job in 10 days uh, with no pension. So he has to find another way ten, nine, to get eight. his pension back, at, at the very least. Um, well, he was offered a way to do that, and he declined it. What was that way? I forgot. Claudette offered it to um, him. Yeah, Claudette oh, that's right. Out today. She'd try to get some of it back for him. That's a good point. Uh, Vic sure. is... Also trying. Sorry, Vic is also trying to. Uh, That's a good point. Get a piece of uh, Danny's son, Lee. Um, wants to be his. Wants to be his. That sounds well, really weird. And that does sound oddly sexual, which it really shouldn't. Sweet. That's true. Somebody call Chris Hansen. I, that's one of my favorite lines of this sh- this show this week was when uh, his wife was like, "Are you fighting for him because he's your son, or are you just fighting because you're a fighter?" Which that sums up yep. his character in the entire season. Dave, like every season of the show is. He just fights just because he likes fighting people. Because he needs chaos very pensively. He just looked at it. He goes, you know, that's right. That's true. That's what so true. Is. He's a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Asking <laughs> you shall. That no. is happening as his wife is trying to convince him not to fight for what appears to be his son with another woman. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what he does anymore. And Danny actually tried to go to Corinne and get her to turn against Vic. And, of course, Corinne yeah. is like... The most stupidest woman in the entire world. Why? And she's yeah, like the most like Danny, unindependent like person ever. After all the shit he's done to you, yeah. you still pick up for him. And You're right about that, but I still hate Shane's wife more. <laughs> I hate all of them. 
I hate all the wives. If I had to pick one, I would pick her over Shane's wife, though. I, can't, oh, I don't, I don't I think I her. would. Yes. I hate her so much. Shane's wife needs to be shot by the end of this season. I, yes. think I would pick Shane's wife just because she's the slightest percentage better looking. Right. <laughs> That's questionable. And so they're, they're both, both pretty ugly. Damn ugly. No, they're both ugly, but Vic's wife is awful looking this season. She looks terrible. I think that's part of it, though. The drug use. Well, do you notice that Corinne is, uh, yeah, over her drug addiction, apparently? Yeah. Just like that? That's pretty quick. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's how drug addictions work, man. I mean, one day, have it one day, and then it's gone. Well, Jack Bauer kicked a heroin addiction in less than 24 hours, so. (laughs) That's a good point. If he can do it. He, he's the he's the proof the proof that was a hard twenty four hours though it was it really <laughs> not ticket in less than twenty four hours uh something like that yeah I don't know that's a that's a good question uh let's see what else happens uh there's a robbery and uh, Dutch uh the robbery's in Claudette's neighborhood and Dutch decides to go check on her house and he thinks she's I'm falling down the house Jack Bauer. thanks for checking in uh and. He thinks she's falling down, so he breaks into her house Dude, and finds that... Um, her house is fucked up. Yeah. She's not taking care of herself yeah, anymore. She's all good out, yeah. Because uh, of the lupus. She um, has like... How does she even have that many dishes? <laughs> it was like six families worth of dishes for one person. Yes. That's true. How does like, she have that much paper and everything she else? She just stops on her way home and buys new dishes and uses them once. Well, still. She used to have kids in the house. Good point. And apparently, she what's like, over from them? She had like a 17-foot stack of dishes. <laughs> and apparently she lost her boyfriend at some point. Which she had know. a 17-foot stack of dishes in an 8-foot ceiling house. Check that. It was that. crazy. I know. It was poking out through the top, which is why she had to dig a hole to get it all to fit. <laughs> uh, and That's they basically track, they basically end up pinning this whole series of of robberies uh, what, on a guy from season six. What was he? What did he do in season six? I don't remember him. So, I remember him, but I don't remember what he did. You talking the, about the cop? Um, yeah, the, the former he, cop. He hires. Uh, that's when Carl Weathers makes a brief stint in the in the season. In the Carl Winslow, Carl Weathers. Oh no, Carl Weathers, Cantonia, uh, <laughs> Apollo Creed, Mencia. Yeah, uh, and he's an old buddy of Vic's, and he's got a friend that's doing private business private protection stuff and then fly like Robin somebody or English. something like that so he huh? ha- he hasn't actually been a cop on the show though he's just been no. a private no, no, no. basically in season 6 what happened was though. yeah Carl Weathers brought him and Vic in to help take down some Jamaican uh, Lando oh I remember uh, that uh, weed Not dealers or whatever. <laughs> uh, so they they take them Harvey down Dent from and the first Batman <laughs> they uh, they get rid of them and the guy was a little brutal and Vic uh, pulls him off. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Not, yet, not that. So anyways, it's the same guy. They have a rivalry, and Vic tells Dutch to, if if there's if there's something that stinks about the guy, he probably did he it. He probably farted. Right. That too. He probably shit himself. Okay. So all that being said, um, once again, there was an absence of Cassidy, the, uh, the Mackey's daughter, again, thankfully. It's like the funniest thing you've ever said. What? What? He probably farted. Good God. That's kind of sad. It really is. What? That's the funniest thing I've ever said. That somebody farted. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Cassidy was off throwing drug parties. Right. So she wasn't on the episode. Apparently she was some in fr- in some <laughs> French maid outfit, according to Vic. <laughs> so. And uh, the, the, uh, the, the tension between Ronnie and Vic kind of heats up a little bit more, because Ronnie still thinks that they should find a way to that's a good point. dispose of of uh, Shane and uh, Vic actually speaking of Cassidy hints at 
you know, should he off his daughter too because she's having problems. Official so. field correspondent, do you find the uh, Cassidy storyline as much of a beating as I do? Or do you enjoy no, it? No, not really. You like I mean, it? I don't enjoy it. I don't necessarily think it's necessary, but I don't ever think that all side stories are necessary in most shows. It seems like they're trying to develop Vic's character with that side story, like trying to make him more compassionate and all that stuff this year, and it's yeah. just not working for me. It's just a beating, and she's oh. not convincing in that part either. Yeah. I don't know that he's not always had compassion. Oh, yeah, speaking of compassion, uh, the uh, girl that was friends with, I forget the you know, prostitute's name that he used to truck around with. Sarah. Yeah, she should girl that was yeah, she shows back out the really, really skinny, nasty looking from, girl. Yeah, she's a uh, from she's, season one, basically. Is she in Spider Man also? Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, she, she is. is. That's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. She is. Didn't make that um, connection. So she shows back up and basically frames someone. I can't remember the exact story, but Her frames. Pimp. There's a pimp and then a dude that's his enforcer. His enforcer is two man. She's trying to get the enforcer, and the pimp gets killed, and so then that's she what she wanted. Yeah. yeah, Vic yeah. figures out that yeah she she got the guy killed on purpose. Yeah, she was the using team. them to get the pimp killed. And Julian uh, yep. Julian was the one that ended up killing the pimp when he came out with the machine he's gun. The ultimate badass. Now he finally did something yes, on the show. as they've cornered him, and he's unannounced, un- unbeknownst to their presence. She calls him and says, "There's cops outside. Get out of there." Yeah. What? I'm not shooting. And um, anyway, so uh, you know, Jillian, uh, Jillian, he, he lets the bullets just hit him in the chest as he Jillian? walks forward. Oh yeah, it's like a Terminator. They bounce off of him, and he just takes the guy and cracks his neck because he's the ultimate See, badass now. I'm wondering if this is what's going to cause, really cause him that. to go down the gay storyline again because now he's go- oh, I shot somebody. He didn't seem upset about it at all. No, He's like, oh, they didn't. Here's my gun. But, I but, killed another guy. But Claudette takes his gun. It's like, it's going to be all right, son. And so I'm thinking, it's, is he going to be emotionally upset? Is he gonna go I don't think they're going to visit that at all. I don't no. see them going back to that storyline at all. Maybe not. It's a good point. Probably Thank not. you. I keep waiting for them to wrap it up, though. Um, okay. I think that's that's about it, really. Oh, no, the, oh no, really. there's not. You got the main thing. I know. Yeah, the, the main storyline. Right. Uh, so the the very last thing is Shane turns two man the guy that was okay, enforced well, for the pimp. You got to say throughout this episode, Shane is sketchy all the time because he knows at any point they could try to kill him again. Sure. So he's acting weird and defensive, and when they go after that uh, pimp or enforcer or whatever, he's all standoffish yeah, trying to make sure he doesn't accidentally get in the line of fire. Yeah, he's worried it's a trap all the time. To me, it seems like he's especially that way with Ronnie for the episode, yeah. which makes sense what happens at the end, but anyway, go ahead. So Ronnie ends up beating the ass of the enforcer to, what's his name? Two Man. Two Man. He, like, beats his ass when they're arresting him. Two Love Crew? Mm-hmm. Oh, I Tupac. think that's Vic, dude. No, it's no actually, Ronnie oh, beats yeah, his ass. Was, Ronnie's right. punching him in the face, and then Vic, like, twists his arm really yeah. hard. That actually just occurred to me. And you call yourself the ultimate fan correspondent. No, I, I, for some reason that scene got mixed up, and, and after the line at the end, for some reason I just thought it was big, but it just occurred to me that. No, yeah, he's saying he's going to kill Ronnie first, or try oh, to. God, shows insanity. <laughs> so anyway, so at the end, Mark, yes. No? Oh, okay. Uh, so somehow, I forget the exact connection, but Shane ends up talking to Two Man. Shane just enforcer. shows up in his apartment. He breaks Basically. in. Blue Man? 
And yeah, the boy man group <laughs> says if he wants to continue about his pimpy pimpy ways, that uh, he will basically do a job for Shane, and that to is kill to kill someone for him. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he says, goes, "How's your jaw? How's your jaw feeling?" <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Uh, Shane is planning to kill Ronnie and Vic both. Um, I would be. It would be awesome if Shane ends up killing Ronnie, and then like him and Vic are in an all-out war for the rest of the season. Yeah. Ronnie's well, just the bearded guy, right? Yeah, he's just beardo. Right, he he can go back. To he can go off. Beardo. Yeah, he can go back to being that. Maybe when they bury him, instead of killing him, instead of killing him, Shane just gets the guy to hold him down and shaves his beard off. <laughs> no! no, goes back to the mustache. Uh, that exposed my scars from season two. <laughs> so, Thomas, you seem to have a beef uh, earlier today in in the email about Dave and his shield viewing habits. Uh, why don't you unle- unleash the beef? <laughs> didn't really mean to have that much of an opinion. I oh. just mentioned it earlier in the day, and Dave was like, oh, I'm really not into it anymore. I'm over it. I'm on to better things. I hate it when yeah. he talks like that. Yeah, me too. Your mom is a really cocky bastard. <laughs> Your mom goes to college. So what's what's the beef? Where's There's the beef? No beef Where's I mean, the beef? I was just disappointed that he's not... Uh, what what was your comment? Something like... Only the last five minutes are good, or whatever. No, it's and, like the last ten or fifteen minutes are good. Okay. No, I the rest of the show. Okay, I'm watching The West Wing right now, and I've got Heroes to watch, and I have to watch The Shield for this show. I have to watch it in a timely manner, so that I have I time to review it. You're on to bigger and better things. You're done with Shield. I am. I pretty much am. Okay. I just want to know what they're going to do with the with the characters and how they're going to finish the season off. I could give a rat's ass. About Vic's second baby, I could give a shit about Claudette, Claudette and her MS. I just want to know lupus, whatever she has. AIDS. See, I could give a crap about it. I just want to know what they're going to do with Vic and Shane, and that's pretty much the only two storylines that really matter on the show anymore. And don't even watch it. Just wait and I have to watch it. it I have to watch it. I disagree I because all these characters have been there for every season. So for me, I yeah, actually do care what happens to the other people. Now. I care what happens to yeah, Dutch, Claudette, all these other people I as well. I understand about being anxious, because I'm anxious, too. Oh, I agree. Wrong to see how it ends up. But they got to have whatever 13, 45-minute shows. They can't just do that with Vic and uh, Mackie going crazy. I mean, Vic and... I know. Uh, they need to have, like, a, a two-hour movie and just finish it all off and get it over with. You don't want any wrap-up on the rest of the characters, though? That's They're dragging it out, though. We I agree all know that. Claudette oh, yeah. is sick. How many times do we need to go to an episode and have the same exact fucking scene with Dutch confronting her about her sickness? It's happened in every single episode this season. I'm not saying it has an hour extension. Do we really need to spend ten minutes on that every episode? I'm not saying that, but I do care how their storylines Do we really need to spend ten minutes every episode about Vic fighting with what's-her-name about the kid? Finally, they did something with that. Finally. I'm not yeah. saying it's not overextended. That's we, didn't, we didn't say that. Yeah, that Danny is actually packing up her shit and getting out of there oh, because yeah. Vic won't give up the Thank kid God. Rights. How dumb oh, is yeah, Danny that she keeps sticking totally. around? Yeah. How and how dumb is Vic's wife that she involved. sticks around? Yeah. I don't... She gets that, the lawyer involved and she says, yeah, I'll, uh, we can agree to something and then takes off. Yeah, exactly. Right. I just don't understand. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting tired of everybody keep keeps on coming back to Vic. Which I know he's the star of the show, and it's a show. I know it's a TV show. But the people around him are fucking retards. Because they keep on 
trying to get back to being being Vic's friend or whatever. Like, what the fuck? He's a dumbass. Everybody knows it, but everyone keeps coming back. He's cursed. I wouldn't say that everybody's coming back. Yes, Claudette every- and. Shane's not. Okay, Claude, aren't coming back. But they, they don't even have anything to do back. with his storyline Actually, none of those people want to come back to him. He's forcing them all around him. His yeah. wife keeps coming back. His wife does, but nobody else is coming back to him his except for Ronnie. Does, yeah. Ronnie's always been his BFF, so that's not well, changed. Shane tried really to. with him right now. Yeah, but Shane's hanging around him for his own safety to watch him. He's not really. It's not because he wants to be with Vic or likes him or anything like that. I think most people don't like him, and they just tolerate him. Aceveda hates him. The chick from the... Uh, yep. Feds only is with him because it's helping her out at the time. She doesn't like him. Yeah. Nobody really likes him except for Ronnie. Which, she's totally random. Yeah, her storyline cannot be in there at all, and it would not matter one bit yeah. in the show. They could have just. I'm some not going to disagree with that at all because that was random for the season. But I do care about well, the other people that have been there all the time. She was. I don't, yes. remember, I don't remember that last season. She was in the very last episode. Oh, was she? I don't remember that. Well, I'm just saying, anyway, she. They, that could be anybody. Her character does not matter at all. I agree with you there. She's, she's a plot device. I think that everybody I'm wants just, to be buddies with Vic. I'm just showing another person that's just associated with them because they have to be. You know, it's not because yeah. circumstance came up. No, I'm not saying it's because they want to be. I'm saying I just get tired of everybody has to interact with them all the time because he right. just won't go away. And well, every storyline. When they don't, though, when they don't, or when they don't do whatever he wants them to, he threatens some. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what Getting it is. Getting on them some way. So it's kind of like keeping your enemies closer than your friends because... It kind of forces you know, them to be around him. against you. Mm. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm ready for the show to be finished out. I, I'm ready for that, too. <laughs> I, I think it... Yeah. I think I FX made a mistake. Show. I love this show, and I loved it every season, but for some reason, maybe it's just because I know it's the last season, I'm kind of just done with it. I just want to know how it ends. Yeah. You're past the grieving stage. <laughs> Seriously, just listen to the updates. Thing. Nobody's making you watch it. These guys are. They 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 spank they me if I don't. Make you. I they it. spank me. Crap. I punch them in the head and hold his eyes open. Marcus makes me pull down my pants and he says it's for my own good. Put right? in my ass. <laughs> you don't have to respond with that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, lead shield analyst Thomas, what did you think of the episode overall? What's your rating? I didn't think. Uh, I thought it was probably the weakest this season, but I, this last I didn't think really. Not me. Yeah. I thought these last two have been better than most of them. I agree with that. I agree. Mm, I liked. Well, I don't want to be saying the same thing as Dave by any means. I just felt like the last ten minutes or so. Definitely is told you. That doesn't mean I didn't want to see the rest of it. You hated the rest of it. Just like me. But it's like twenty four. Everything happens in the last five minutes of twenty four at the top. Dude, that's why I. That's why I have such a strong love hate relationship with twenty (laughs) four. I hate twenty four. It's so good, but it's so awful. Yeah, it's mostly awful. Uh, It's not not mostly mostly awful. awful. It's mostly. It's not mostly awful. It is. There's some we bad seasons. There are a lot of moments to drag it out. 24 it could be a two-hour movie. Yeah. But they drag it out over 24 episodes. Exactly. <laughs> it should be like two. If the shit that happened in the top and the bottom of the hour for the 15 minutes around that was all put together, it'd be one of the best things ever. Yeah. There you go. It's all the filler. <laughs> all the rest of it is just him going, you have to trust me. Millions <laughs> of lives are at stake. Damn it. And then he tortures somebody. Damn it. And then it's over. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. That's all the filler. Right. The, all the rest of the season is someone breaking into CTU. 
Yeah. Exactly. And Kim getting kidnapped. Yeah. All right, Dave. So uh, uh, I give the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes a thumbs up. I give the middle forty minutes a thumbs down. I'm gonna rape you. All right, Dustin. I give the whole thing a thumbs up. I thought it was pretty good. One of the better episodes of the year, I think. I agree with you. Um, When I compare it to, I guess it was Game Face, the one that we all totally hated. Um, Yeah, I I give this one a thumbs up, too. It's it's not the best. Can I just say again? No, one of the best of the season. Does Vic's wife not know how to use a fucking phone? No, she's got to show it. No. Why does she have to drive all the way to the damn station anytime she wants to have a five-second conversation with them. Maybe the hospital is driving me fucking insane. Maybe the hospital is right next to the barn. She could live like two blocks from the station. You never know. It's still easier to use a phone. (laughs) Or is it? That's debatable. Maybe she can't hear. That's debatable. Maybe she's done too many drugs. She can't dial anymore. There you go. Maybe she's got fat fingers. She's doped up. (laughs) That drives me (laughs) damn insane. Chopper Dave! Really? Does it drive you insane? It drives me insane. Wouldn't know it. She's like, hey, Vic, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to work. I thought I would stop by your work. Why don't you express some emotion? To let you know I was going to work. You need to be a little more emotional, then we'll know. I already hate her character. Strong feelings. I already already hate her character. I don't want her on the show more (laughs) because she doesn't know how to use a phone. That's because I don't like black people. (laughs) (laughs) Has nothing to do with that. (laughs) That's That's a good point. Dumbest point ever. (laughs) It doesn't link to at all. I don't know why you made that point. Good point. Not really. Not really. You should really find some other way to spend that hour of your life on Tuesday evening. I had a hard time not watching World Series of Poker instead of The Shield this week. Wow. Feel free to do that, man. God. You'd think you hate every second of it. Maybe it's also because I'm forced to watch it for the show. Maybe. You don't have to watch it. What if you just... Reflect everything they. Maybe I'll just watch the three, the, the three minute review. Your experience of how shitty you think it is this season. Yeah. Maybe I'll just oh. tune in for the last ten minutes every week. <laughs> <laughs> the first and the last. Yeah, the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes. God. All right. I don't know how that goes for you. Well, another great week of Shield review. Uh, Thomas, thanks for your time again. Good You're to talk welcome. to you. Congratulations on your promotion. Absolutely. Stay in the field. We enjoy what? you out there. We enjoy your uh, work in the field. <laughs> Thank you. I enjoy your pizza. Get some in-depth analysis. <laughs> okay, man. His uh, pizza? What the fuck are you talking Chuck about? Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, My bad. My bad. Yeah. God. All right. Gasoline. It's a call, call back. Later, guys. I'll go out. It's called a call back. All right. right. Gasoline. I don't understand that. Out, go. out, go. Out, go, out, out, go. Out, go, out, out, go. Out. So, that wraps up yet another splendid, splendid week of the Breaking Room, episode 119. I think this was a good episode. A day that will live, or an episode that will live in infamy. The Break Room. Very soon it will be in the Library of Congress. We may make our uh, 200 show if we make it there. I guarantee a certain part of the show will. Oh, yeah. The way this show is going, I don't know that we're going to make it to 200. <laughs> That's very true, also. We'll make it to 199 and then quit. Uh, so, call us every week, 214-329-9827. Email Go us ahead, at breakfromagmail.com. Huh? Go ahead. What? Play it. All right. Gasoline. Not bad. High uh, five. Out, go, out, go, out. Uh, check us and our forums out at popsyndicate.com, plus many other fine podcasts like Cinema Diabolic. What happened to Nate? 
I don't know. I think he just stalled the face of the planet. <sighs> I don't know. Stupid motherfucker. Kind of missing Nate right now. Jeez. <laughs> I have a little bit of separation anxiety. The head. Maybe Nate is the head. Chopper Dave. And he just decided he didn't like the word name it's Nate. A, so it's a dual personality. Head, yeah. Maybe. Maybe the head killed him because he wanted to be the number one fan. <laughs> He's Nate the head. The head. Peepee. Take the cock out of your Dave. <laughs> Cleaner? Cleaner? All right, we'll catch you guys next week with something. I'm very flexible. Equally is entertaining. Out, go, out, out, go, out, out, go, out, out, go, out. Or maybe we'll do another financial quiz. All right, gasoline. High five. Out, go, out, go, out. Yo, this is the head. With all due respect, shut the fuck up. No, I guess that's about it. Well, I'll be seeing you later. Peace.